Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph and Jesse here with you all in this new year. Hi, Jesse. Hello. Happy New Year, Joseph. Happy New Year, indeed. Uh, what do you got in that mug? We have a uh, actually a brand new Ethiopia natural Guji natural Hambela. Oh um, goodness! I have to order the that. First day I've been drinking it because it's going up on the website soon, so I need some tasting notes. Nice, but yeah, um, just a uh, not so perfect AeroPress brew of it. So it's it's <laughs> thick and and a little sour, but tastes really good nonetheless. I've got uh, the last of the Honduras <laughs> that you sent me a while back. Oh, nice! That's such a good coffee. Yeah, that's been enjoyable. It, even over time, like it mellows out and. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of creamy. Yeah, I've still got a little bit of a uh, little bit of the Kenya, and I got another Kenya from a, another project that I'm not going to talk about on here. It's a secret project. Ooh, secret project. And um, that's about it. This um, this dovetails. Uh, rather gracefully might i add into <laughs> my theme for this year uh which is uh, secrets doing a heck of a lot less just in general like just, in your life just in general just, in my life but it's it's um like fewer showers or less commitment to things that you don't have time for oh that second one <laughs> <laughs> good that, that second one um yeah, I. Uh, it's interesting you put it that way. We, we uh, obviously we talked before we started recording. Um, I do have, I do have a real. It's like a personality feature, uh, but a, a a tendency, proclivity, whatever to always do a heck of a lot more than is really reasonable for me to do. Um, I just seem to be automatically driven into that kind of state. Well, you're a go-getter, you know, and you like to finish projects. I think that that's, that's a, that's a, it's, I'm not takes sure up if, a lot of time. I'm not sure I, I like know. to finish projects. <laughs> <laughs> well. Actually, there's, um, <laughs> so you, you know, you know about, uh, like Myers-Briggs, uh, personality type stuff. Yeah. So there's a, there are a lot of different personality tests. There's one that's like entrepreneurial focused called Colby. Oh yeah, you know about Colby? Yeah, it's been a while. That was a grad school thing, thirteen so, years ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I did that um, as uh, like I'm in a I'm in a little like mastermind group, um, and we all did that, which is it's like I'd heard of it years ago as well, and never took the test, and I took it this year. And the uh, the the best summary I can I can give you of of my like Colby personality. And this is like entrepreneurial focused. I, um, given, given like a, a vacuum, like my natural state is to be really enthusiastic about ideas and starting things and making things and getting the ball rolling. I am terrible at like <laughs> details and finishing. And like, once I, let's say like figure out a puzzle and get a thing together, I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> I can totally relate to that. I think that that's 
you know, leads to a lot of our inconsistencies on the podcast because we're both similar. Yeah. I'm picturing you like juggling axes and not knowing how to stop juggling and you just keep adding more and... Yeah, well, and then I would just be like, either I, I, I keep adding or I throw the axes away and better hope you're not standing near me. Right. Wow, that's a terrible. That's awful, I know. <laughs> <a> terrible analogy. <laughs> I think it also, might be accurate, to be fair though. to you, Joseph, you had a lot of good stuff happen this year that changed your life in certain ways. Well, that's true. The marriage uh, and, you know, changed your routines and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's... I'm married now. I have kids. Um, that changes one's perspective on life and what's important significantly yeah and how many hours you take going to school you know it's hard to it's hard to fit in all the all the extra podcasting and stuff that you had time for in the morning right here. well i spent years uh rooming just with living Michael. by myself and working on the magazine which alone like looking back on it that was a i i it's it's remarkable that I spent years doing that because that required a lot of follow through and like constantly completing things to make that continue to happen, right. um, which is not my um, natural inclination. I had to uh, I had to fight myself for that for a long time. I think you're just defining a little bit of burnout. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we were talking about before the show just you know, how much we enjoy doing the podcast and getting our thoughts out there and mm -hmm. also just kind of our waning interest in ongoing research about coffee and coffee products. And, you know, it's wonderful to talk about it, but, um, right. Well, it's, know, it's exhausting often... to try and get excited about a new water kettle or a new little <laughs> portable espresso. You know, I saw a portable espresso thing on Instagram and I almost sent it to you and I was like, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> wow. Um, um one of the themes we frequently have returned to throughout this show is uh, in the end, coffee is just coffee. Like we, we've talked about this a lot. Like we can get geeky about tools and devices and methods and techniques and special types of coffee and expensive yep. coffee and all this kind of thing. But in the end, coffee is just coffee. And for most people, that really is all that it is. Well, I think, I think it's it's what we've learned after this many years doing coffee and all the different areas that we talk about is like wholesale roasting and magazine publishing, like knowing all that stuff is that coffee is kind of a fractal, you know, like you start with one perspective and you dig all the way deep into everything mm -hmm. and then you end up with the same shape looking down at more and more tunnels and more, you know, it's mm -hmm. all kind of the same, the same coffee and you know, from a business perspective, things have also gotten very challenging in the coffee industry in the last, you know, just few years. That's um, true. Before the pandemic, uh, but also the pandemic has just, you know, upended a lot of that and has created a lot of the wealth and trade disparity that we're seeing. And coffee's kind of been able to ride in there because it's just on such high demand. But, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of challenges with the industry and it just makes it more expensive and, and, um, for me, it makes it more political. So this, you know, the, my interest in coffee is turning more into kind of public policy and climate change kind of conversations about what we're going to do in a post-coffee world or how we're going to preserve, you know, this way of life for these farmers and, you know, where else can we grow coffee? Uh -huh. You know, I don't know. Um, there's a lot to, yeah. there's a lot to unpack that doesn't necessarily have to do with coffee. Yeah. Well, 
last year, and by last year, I mean last month, we were... 2019. We were going to... <laughs> it's, it's just been one long year, hasn't it? One we all decided we're starting over in 2019. Long year. Um, no, but we were, we were talking about like doing an episode on um, the effects of the pandemic on coffee, and we had one or two other episodes planned, and... Um, life took over <laughs> and the um, pandemic isn't over huh and the pandemic isn't over well and the pandemic is never it's true um yeah i don't know what to say about all that stuff now like i, th I think the summary is that and it's obvious but the pandemic has hit coffee hard yep um, in every way in every way possible yeah um I think the answer is, is the same as we give regardless. And it's like, if, if you want to drink coffee, support your local people as much as possible. Yeah. And be prepared for prices to go up and yeah. be nice to the baristas. Um, you know, it's uh, as we move to more kind of more healthcare options for lower income people and more fair labor wages and dealing with incredible cost of living going up with inflation and rent. And all that, I mean, the minimum wage barista in a city like Seattle no longer exists. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to get paid more, and that either through tipping or through, you know, higher priced drinks that then end up, you know, into the pockets of the mm -hmm. the wages of the of the baristas. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's there's going to be a lot of challenges to all of our routines, and coffee is such a strong routine in everybody's morning that it kind of it surprises them when things are disrupted with it. And when they all of a sudden look down and realize how much a latte is going to cost, you know, because <laughs> it's just what the fair price of a latte is if that kind of effort going into it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, a lot more going into it than a pint of beer. I hate to say it, but 2022 is here. It is. And I want to do less. <laughs> I think less is less is a good thing. I mean, that's what people, you know, the whole every, the trend of people quitting their jobs and not wanting to commute as much and simplifying their lives. I think we're right. all, we've, not all, but a lot of people have experienced that, a taste of that and are sticking with it, you know, which again makes it hard to find a good bartender that wants to work till two in the morning cleaning up sticky beer all over the floor and counters because mm -hmm. that's not a great job when you have, when you sit back and think about it and didn't do it for a while. Yeah. Um, well, the, you know, this, so um, simple, I guess simplifying is, is not a bad thing. And we're part of that is, is wanting to focus also on things that are enjoyable and keeping them enjoyable instead of focusing on how to make money off of the things that we do that's right. enjoyable. Yeah. Like what actually matters? I mean, I think that, um, like, especially with this work, like the, the magazine for me and the podcast, I'm not going to speak for you, but, um, it was easy for me to get wrapped up in needing that to pay me a certain amount of money. And certainly the magazine that the to podcast. like, <laughs> to like grow and become this like, um, you know, essentially like long-term legacy type thing. Um, well, but, there's there's so many aspects to that when i looked looked deeply at it like the the part of that work that mattered the most to me was never about me so i never could 
I never could actually like it, it wasn't working to make it to serve myself basically like right. none of that work was working to, to, to serve myself and, and as long as I kept trying to make it do that it was going to keep not going anywhere Right, and that's that's a slippery slope. I experienced that also because at some point, it's not making enough money, and so you keep doing it to because right. you can work, you can trade your own labor and time for mm-hmm. you know for going profits, but that just is kind of like a false um, crutch to as far as how the business is doing when you do need to step away or you need to change, you know, some part of your routine. It's um. Yeah, you end up just spending a lot of time sort of trying to create, you said legacy, and that's, you know, I get very sentimental and and wanting to create a legacy when it comes to conduit and just my experience. I think we all do. You know, Mm -hmm. we want to have that lasting impression, um, especially if you've started a small business of some sort, like you you did that to create an impression generally. Mm -hmm. And and it kind of is, it's a hard thing to be like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Because, you know, inherently you do want to do it still, but I don't want to do it for free anymore or I don't want to spend this kind of time. Right. But I think continuing with that. And on the other hand, of course you do, because it's awesome and it's not a bad life. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad thing to have a podcast and sit and talk to a friend about coffee and life and New Year's resolutions and um, you know, it becomes cumbersome when we try and make money. Right. With these conversations. When when we're like sitting here trying to be like, we've got to figure out how to get this podcast making money for it to be worth our time to blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, we're sitting here being like, A, we just enjoy doing this. And B, like you were telling me about the experience of, of someone coming into your store and being like, oh, you're that Jesse from Coffee Lovers Radio. I love listening to your show. And it's uh, hi, whoever you are, by the way. Uh <laughs> This was just like last week. <laughs> um, and uh, that's the, like, that stuff is what means the most to me right. personally. Like that's just, I'm like, that's what matters. Obviously we have to make mo- money to live, but right. Which is also anyways, why we're so busy doing other things and not right, yeah. just podcasting. Um, Jobby. Jobs. So like going back to the legacy thing, uh, like I still, there, there is still something significant that I would like to do, like with Extracted and with the work in coffee. But what I realized is I actually can't honor that by trying to force it to be what I need it to be. Right. So that's why I've like changed a lot of things in my life to, to find other ways to serve my needs to then open up the possibility of being able to have the work and coffee exist the way it needs to exist rather than the way I need it to exist. Right. And I think that's, it does. I think that's kind of inherently (laughs) word of the day. Um, At least what I took, what you meant by doing less is like, no, you, you kind of sieve out the things in your life that are important. And you do those first and not much else. And then you start filling in with the passion and these fun projects and stuff like that as you have time. So you don't become well, overwhelmed I mean, by filling up. The things that are important up. to me in life are, are part of my passion as well. So, 
naturally, but <laughs> you know, the <laughs> things that are serving you for what you need. Right. And not trying to conform your hobbies and interests into what you need them to be financially or, you know. Right. Well, and there's, there's another layer of this. We were talking about this before on the show, just, so we've been in this space of like entrepreneurial business, whatever, for a long time. Um, and we were talking about in, in the context of social media, it's so very easy when, especially when you're a small business and you're working on your own and you've got all the possibility of what can be done and all the responsibility of making everything happen to like see, see social media as something that you have to do and you have to do well. And like, that's the way that you're going to grow your business and you got to put everything into that. And then to see that for every other possible aspect uh, and, and to, to just kind of fall into that space of, of needing to do all of these things and to do more. And, you know, society does such a, uh, such a great job of, of convincing us that, the way to to success and living a good life is working your butt off uh like right. hustle and grind and all that garbage well exactly um, exactly but and there's a it like we've we've talked about this so many times it doesn't re- like it doesn't align with who we are and what we want to do right i mean it 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 competes against what we actually want to do. You know, yeah. I mean, that's where the social media came I think up it, with. It competes against our, our values and our ideals as well. Right. Like, well, and it's like, I didn't get into be... coffee to learn how to make, you know, reels on Instagram. I got into right. coffee because I love the beverage and I'm fascinated by the agriculture and the community that comes with that at every, every piece of the coffee supply chain. Right. You know, and how it all comes back, you know, in full circle. And that's fascinating to me. Um, and it's really hard in the business sense to, you know, the, that's that's just marketing jargon. That's not actually doing any marketing work itself, you know. And um, Conduit has a social media person that's just Tara that does an outstanding job with everything. Um, uh-huh. And that's, I applaud her so much because it's, it's kept our brand alive because uh-huh. in combination with my own burnout and fatigue with the industry and, this constant work there's no way I ever would have gotten into the social media and maintained a brand like she has for conduit yeah um and that's kind of the new reality of business which is it's great and it allows me to give space to somebody you know to offer them the space and agency to step up and do what they do best in the context Mm -hmm. of conduit in a little small business um and that's you know what i've i guess what i'm looking forward to in the next year 2022 here is that you know kind of do less but also just you know i have a physical space in seattle that's really cool and there's a lot of great groups kind of coming and going out of there and i want to keep providing that space for it Uh you know and focus less on trying to make the money on the coffee to support myself but more yeah. focus on, you know, have the coffee support the activities that are going on in the space and the other support we can give for, you know, small businesses and individuals that need to use that space. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like doing less, except it's, it's probably offering more from our original business plan. 
I guess. Just with less money. I mean, it there. sounds like it sounds like for <laughs> yourself you're you're focusing on less though. Right. Or or yeah. I mean there's other things I want to focus on and that consumes a lot of time and it's not as interesting to me. I would rather focus on the podcast with you. You know, focus yep. on coming up with content and and um you know, other projects out here. I've out here in Port Townsend. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on that are interesting uh -huh. and it's just hard to be kind of pulled back by this routine that's 10 years old. Yeah. So yes, doing less. Let's do less in 22. Less than you feel, in 22. I feel like the entire world could stand to, to chill out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the pandemic gives us an opportunity to chill out and. Yeah. But are we actually, no. is the pandemic not just like, we're we're doing the opposite of chilling out. <laughs> we're like freaking out. Yeah. It's uh it's a weird time. I and mean, we were recording this right in the monumental surge of Omicron. Yep. And I've already watched all the Futurama episodes with it in it. It's uh <laughs> That's his name, right? From Omicron per CI8? Yes. <laughs> I haven't watched Futurama in a long time. I just, but I have that burned in my memory. And then they discovered, that's the one with the poplars, right? Yes. <laughs> Where they're the, eating the little the, popcorn the poplars. Children. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> so classic. So that's basically what we're doing is we're eating our own children. Yeah. And we're pissing off Omicron per CI8. Um, Lurr. You know, there's a lot of un unknowns coming out of this pandemic, and mm -hmm. it's important to leave space for those unknowns and to yeah. be able to break away from, you know, whatever they've turned into, bogging us down, dragging us down, or just, you know, taking up space that we want to do other things with. And I think that, yep. I think it's very important that we chill out and give ourselves the space for the unknown, for, you know, change of routine and, whether it's climate change or, you know, a new job or a new location or whatever, like it's, it's important to leave that space and to kind of plan on doing less so that you're available to do more when you find it. Or not, or just or enjoy not. doing less. Yeah, you might find it hiking and just do that. I don't know. I think, um, I, I, I've been really, uh, not to, not to string this conversation out too long, but uh, I've been thinking about this concept of less for quite a while and um, talking with some mentors about this kind of thing, especially in the context of copywriting and being a, a freelancer, building business, that kind of thing. Um, like doing less is a very powerful thing. One danger is that when you do less, you, like you make your work so efficient that you just spend less time on it. Uh, it's very easy to take that extra time that you have and just do more stuff with it because you have the time. Right. And that is just as bad. Like it's important to not fill the extra time just because you have it, which is part of, I think, certainly for me, part of the problem. It's like, I, I have time and I feel like I need to work because uh, like there's, there's this, uh, you know, certainly part of the atmosphere of building a business is 
It's like you work really, really hard to make a thing and you put all of your time into it. And it's like, actually, I, like looking back on the past five years, I probably could have worked half the time and done the same amount of stuff. If, if I, if I had like the vision and the wisdom and the clarity of what to do, but I lack those things. So I did a lot of extra stuff to make up for that essentially. Yeah. I mean, uh, hindsight always helps look at that, you know, and yeah, you know, I think about ways I could have rearranged my schedule earlier, you mm. know, or I mean, I, it's always easy to look back and know that you could have done it differently, but you would have oh, done yeah. it differently if you had seen that at the moment. It's not like you're sitting there like twiddling your thumbs being like, I really should have done this in half the amount of time, you know? No, but I, I definitely have had moments where I'm like, where, where just on any given day, I'll come to a point and be like, I've done work, but then I'll have a lot less time or I'll have a lot more time left in the day. And I'm like, okay, now I need to do more. And that may not be the right answer is all I'm saying. I love it. It's hard to figure out if that's correct though. You know, it takes, it takes a lot of well, um, clarity and perspective and, uh, and just letting go precisely. Yeah. And, and as we go. transition, you know, assuming that our society transitions, but like just other people, you know, you might be taking the afternoon off or whatever you want to call it, taking the afternoon for yourself and doing, you know, your own personal soul searching, but somebody else might not be. And in the business world, they might be getting ahead of you because they're spending that four hours, you know, coming up with whatever marketing materials or, or, you know, working on some new format for the magazine or website or whatever. And, you know, you are quote losing out or to that person spending their time on it. You know, it's a very competitive bone of kind of survival. And well, that's what I'm saying. I think that that whole perspective, which is like baked into especially entrepreneurial culture is not at the very least is not helpful. Certainly not. No, it's, it's becoming more and more detrimental and the more that we have, devices and you know like what we've been talking about with social media and all that kind of stuff that the more you have that to kind of do as part of your life like the less time you have for anything else mm-hmm. certainly the less time you have for thinking about yourself and improving yourself when you're thinking about what other people are thinking about you and you know perusing yeah. all that it's yeah it's a it's a it's a challenge i think we're all gonna face i think we all feel it already so you know doing less in 22 yeah but on that note perhaps we will explore more of these ideas (laughs) i (laughs) think we definitely should because whenever we get together this is what we talk about yep things that make us sigh (laughs) uh i think one thing we will keep though is our awkward endings always well yeah happy new year we don't have to end there you can say something else (laughs) (laughs) nothing no happy new year joseph the happy new year jesse and um thank you to all of our listeners yep you guys are here we appreciate you and uh we're going to keep doing this and we're going to keep having fun with it. Yep. 
Um, we'll, uh, I mean, as far as, as far as like when shows are going to be up, they'll be up when we get them together. Yep. Um, yeah, always go to coffeeleversradio.com and, uh, check out the latest show and comment there. We'd love to, love to hear your thoughts. It does mean so much to actually hear comments and, and know that people are listening to our show. It, it, Mm -hmm. like anything, you know, it makes you want to do it some more. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, um, that's honestly the, the, the two biggest drivers for this for me, the enjoyment of doing this with you, Jesse, and the, and the delightful (laughs) feedback that, uh, we occasionally get from fans. So, yep. Right on. That's all I got. Yep. All right. Less is more in 22. Less is more. Or less is less because I don't want to do more. Cheers. Cheers.